Morning, everyone. Um, so, um, Isaac did the announcement this morning because uh, apparently I didn't do it well enough last week. Um, that's, what, that's what the little, little giggles were about in the front row. But, but uh, because I forgot the times and so on and so forth, didn't do it well enough, so Isaac said, can I do the announcement? Just to say, he had his fly slightly undone during that announcement. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, so uh, just thought I'd just put that out there. Well done, Isaac. Um, one of my uh, favorite quotes from the Alpha Talks, I think the Alpha Talk, one of the things it's, I mean, it's magnificent, the Alpha Talk, isn't it? It's done so much over the, throughout the world. Uh, Nicky Gumbel, who was the sort of person that um, organized it and, and, uh, and moved it forward. I don't think he actually started it originally. I think somebody else did. Um, sorry? Yeah, that person. Um, and... Um, but one of my favorite quotes, because it's sort of known for all these magnificent quotes that he collects from somewhere. Um, but one of my one is, I think, of, I think it was his, or whether it's, it could even have been a made-up story, I don't know. But it's a great story of a, uh, an au pair. Um, I don't know if, you know, not from this country, I don't know where from. Um, so I was grappling with the English language. And, uh, and so she'd learned some of the phrases of the English language, but got some of them a little bit mixed up. Um, so uh, he came in uh, one day. Um, obviously, the children were, you know, being children and being a bit challenging. And uh, and um, he, uh, he he walked in to hear the au pair saying, "What are you doing on earth?" Which, of course, she meant, "What on earth are you doing?" Um, but uh, in that in that broken English kind of mix-up, ended up asking probably the big question of society. And um, uh, you know, and so I want us to, to sort of just think about that for a minute, um, about, you know, in amongst the busyness and amongst the pressures and amongst the day-to-day um, stuff of life, um, for us to pause for a minute and think about what are we doing on earth? What are we up to? What are the, what's, the big, what's the big picture? Why, why are we here? Um, and Chris has already let the cat out of the bag. I'm going to be talking about serving, so brace yourselves. Um, but, but um, you know, yesterday we had um, a, a school of theology, and uh, we're privileged to have um, uh, Michael from the cathedral, I can't remember his surname, Briley, um, from the cathedral speak on the Trinity, and he talked about, um, you know, the relationship at the center of the universe, uh, and how at the center of the universe, at the center of time, at the center of all things is this relationship that we call the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and, you know, our attempts to articulate it and explain it go as far as our language would allow. Uh, but there's, there's, it's bigger, it's broader, it's, it's more magnificent than we can uh, allow. But there was a picture um, that was shown on the screen yesterday that I thought was really insightful and interesting. And it was of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's three round the table, but there was a fourth place at the table. Um, and somehow or other, in the great mysteries of God, we've been invited into the magnificent relationship at the center of the universe. Uh, we've, been, we've been welcomed into this trinity. It, it talks about being in the Father and the Father in, in us. Uh, and, and being co-heirs with Christ. So this beautiful, magnificent relationship uh, that is God, uh, three persons in one, one God, three persons, w- within that, we somehow are welcomed into that. 
And, uh, and I don't know if there is a better thing that you can be doing on earth than to be pursuing that. Anybody with me on that? Um, and, uh, and, and, it, and it goes on. There's a, there's a scripture. I haven't managed to put them on the screen because um, I'm not very organized. But um, Ephesians 1 verse 22 and 23 says this. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. I'm going to read it again because it's brilliant. And God placed all things under his feet, this is Jesus, and appointed him head over all things. Why did he do that? Well, according to Paul, for the church. Pretty something, isn't it? Which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. It's a bit of a... (laughs) Isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, So here we are, Hope Church. Uh, We're part of the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Part of it. We're not it. (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed, there's other expressions. <laughs> there's other churches, but we're part of the magnificent church of Jesus Christ. Um, so, so I'm sort of, so first thing to say is that we've been invited into this cosmic relationship at the center of the universe that is God. Second thing to say is we have been invited to become part of his church, his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Isn't that amazing? I mean, this is what, you're part of this church. This is primarily, I want to argue, what you're on earth to do. Uh, let's, let's have another, another scripture. Acts, Acts 2, 42 to 47. Uh, and this is speaking about the original church, the first church. Um, and it gives us a bit more description. They devoted the church. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to breaking bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. We, we heard about a wonder this morning. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property. Got a gift day coming up. They sold property and possessions and gave to everyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. What a, just a brilliant little description, isn't it? It's a little report, if you like, of what the church was about. Um, do you know what I mean? And, and I mean, it's, 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 we could say so much more, but I just love that scripture where it talks, they were in awe of what God was doing through the apostles. They devoted themselves to, to learning. They devoted themselves to the teaching, to doctrine, to sound uh, teaching about who God is and about the wonders and the mysteries of God that has been revealed to us through scripture. They devoted themselves to those things. Uh, they devoted themselves to each other. They were together in common. Uh, when they saw need, they, uh, you know, it was, wasn't 
uncommon for people to sell what they had, land, homes, fields, and, and give the money to the apostles' feet to distribute it to the people and to continue and further the work of the kingdom in their location. So they were, they were generous in all that they did. They, they, um, they made sure that there was no needy person amongst them. If there's, ever, if there's ever a scripture that we could do with digging into a bit more and really understanding and chucking away our Western uh, materialistic self-centered heads, that's a scripture, isn't it? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, they devoted themselves to each other. They were together. They, 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 they made sure there was no needy person amongst them. And uh, so I, I want us to think about that. I want us to think, you know, the big picture of what, what are we here on earth to do, being part of his church is a, is a wonderful privilege and it's a big deal, isn't it? It's a massive deal to be part of his church. Anybody else excited about being belonging to the family of God, the people of God? It is, it is amazing. If you're, if, you're not, if you're new to it or you're looking in and you think, I don't understand all of this, um, do you know what I mean? I, I want to tell you, 30 years in, I became a Christian 30, oh, hang on a minute, 31 years ago, flipping neck. Um, time goes by. Uh, I was only about two. Uh, and um, so th- 31 years ago, I, I became a Christian. I'll tell you, I've been part of an expression of the body of Christ since then. And, and I, I want to say that I'm, you know, it's, I find it just so magnificent, so beautiful, so brilliant. I mean, there are days when people in the church irritate me. I'm not going to look at anyone. Um, and there's challenges. And there are sometimes Sunday morning when, you know, the alarm doesn't go off. I've got one of those. It's Josephine. And when Josephine says, time to get up. Uh, and, uh, and I think, oh, do you know what? I don't fancy going today. I know none of you ever feel like that. And I know I've got to because I'm paid to. Um, but, but, uh, but there are, do you know what I mean? There, there, I'm not saying it's always, it's always easy, but I am saying it's always magnificent. It is always a privilege. It is always uh, fantastic to, be, to belong to this, this thing that God is doing on earth. Uh, you know, it says, it says that we're his body. Uh, what, you know, the, the one, if, you, if you like, the, 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 probably the chief aim and the purpose for creating mankind was that God would display his goodness and his glory. Let us make man in our own image, God said. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and somehow or other, in the, in the wisdom of God, he's chosen to gather people in communities to show the world what he's, a bit of what he's like. So look around. I mean it. Look around. This is in this location... At this time, in our place in history, this is one of the things that God is using, one of the communities that God is using to show the world what he's like. I mean, that is a bit of a mystery. <laughs> that is a bit mind-blowing, but that's what he's doing. And, uh, and, if, we, and, and if we break it down even further, uh, because, you know, every Sunday, have you noticed this, for... for for, for 31 years now, every Sunday, this is what I've been doing on Sunday mornings. What we've been doing this morning. Uh, you think I'd be bored of it by now. I'm just not. I've told you there's the odd morning when I don't want to get up. That's more because I like my bed. Um, but 
And it, I'm not bored of this. This gathering. If you could, you could argue that this, this hour and a half or two hours, whatever it is we do on a Sunday morning, it's not it. I have to say, I get more excited often about what we do outside of here, <laughs> to be honest with you. But that's not to neglect the, the, the centrality and the importance of what we do when we gather and what we are when we gather. Do you know what I mean? This, you, you could argue this is like the, the pinnacle. You could argue this is the culmination of what we are as a community. These, these moments on a Sunday morning, Hope Central gathered Hope Dines Green gathered. Hope Encounter gathered. Those moments are when the church gather. And it's like it's the culmination. Culminate, I looked it up, the word culmination, because I thought, I'm going to bring out a word. Culmination. Uh, you know, and, it, and it, it's, the, it's the coming together as, as a bit of a pinnacle um, of what there is. And I feel like this is important, what we do. Are you with me? Do you know what I mean? And so... so I love this church. I love what we're about. I love uh, that we're a community driven more by values than goals. Anyone else notice that about us? I, I love that we put friendship above status. I, I love that we, um, we're seeking to experience the grace of God and, and show others the grace of God and, be, and use that grace to be gracious to each other and the world. Anyone else love that about what we are? Um, you know... Um, I love that we uh, are not a very big church and we're punching way above our weight in terms of the things that we're trying to achieve and doing. I, I, I do enjoy it. I love it. Um, you know, with three congregations, we're training leaders in Uganda, we're supporting church planting in the Middle East, uh, we're working closely with good soil, running encounter camps, and much more. Do you know what I mean? Just, just us. So I love what we're about, I love what we stand for, and I love what we are doing together as a church. And, um, and I do love these moments. Um, I love this moment, and I love the advance meeting. Those are my two faves for us. When we gather together, not necessarily this one, but Dines Green as well. But, but, and, and the advance, when we gather together, we say, Do you know, what? we're going to put this time aside to worship and adore God and to interact with him and with each other corporately. Love it. I love that. I love, there's something about, I can worship, I do worshiping in the car, I worship in the bath, there's other places I worship. Uh, but I do love it when we join together and worship. Do you know what I mean? And somehow or other, I find that your passion and your zeal and your enthusiasm sparks mine. And I hope mine yours when we meet together. Uh, so it's significant and it's important. So why am I saying this stuff? Um, be, sorry? To encourage us, to remind us, to help us focus. Do you remember this? Uh, there's a famous story. I'm bringing out some of the olds today. There's a famous story of the guy working on the cathedral. I don't know what he was doing. I'll make it up. He was making, let's say he was cutting blocks um, out of stone to build the cathedral. And, and, uh, and there's a guy wandering around the building site. And uh, he goes to somebody else. And, and uh, they said, what are you doing? Well, I'm sweeping up, mate. 
and, uh, and he goes to somebody else and, and the other person's uh, carving um, some of the woodwork um, in, in the window frames and different things. And he said, what are you doing? I'm making a window. And, uh, and he gets and he goes to all of these people and people explain the different uh, things that he's doing towards the keys. When he gets to the guy making the blocks and he's, he's chopping out these blocks, he said, what are you doing? He said, I'm building a cathedral. And, uh, do, do you know what I mean? And, and, he, and he's, th- that guy is filled with the big picture of what he's doing. And, uh, and the truth of it is to be part of this church that is here to display the glory of God, to show the world what God is like. Um, much of it is a bit mundane. <laughs> much of it is ordinary. We get some extraordinary moments, don't we? And we do enjoy the extraordinary moments, don't we? Who likes getting goosebumps when we're worshipping? Who likes it when we hear people like Claire standing up and saying, 17 years I was disabled and now I'm healed? I mean, that's a, if that's not a highlight for the decade, I don't know what is. We, we love those things, but that we also, part of it is the normal building blocks. Okay? Imagine, if you will, the person didn't put the chairs out today. I mean, I could encourage you. I, I did wonder about getting you all to sit on the floor as a, as a visual aid. Um, do you know, I can tell you from, from myself, because God hasn't yet healed my back, but Claire's going to keep praying for me. Um, I, I would not manage. <laughs> well, I might manage to get down, but not back up again. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, so, so there are, what I'm saying is there are things aren't there? There are ordinary things that are contributing to a very extraordinary thing. Do you know what I mean? So I want to unashamedly roll my sleeves up and encourage you to roll your sleeves up and get involved in the ordinary things that contribute to the magnificent extraordinary thing, which is Hope Church, which is to display the glory of God in this location. Yes? Do you know what I mean? So we, we get involved and we pray and we seek God for the extraordinary and we want more. We want to see the increase of that. Bill prophesied the other day of an increase of the extraordinary. But frankly, to keep that going, we also need the extraordinary. For Claire to testify in a meeting um, at a, in front of thousands, somebody lit the lights. Somebody put the chairs out. Somebody had the PA. Otherwise, she'd be saying... And nobody would hear a thing. People did stuff to make that work. Do you know what I mean? And, and I want to say that you know one of the one of the sort of things that I love about the the, the, the gathered church, this this thing that we do on a Sunday morning, is that people can come in and they can immediately encounter something of God when we gather. In fact, the, the scripture talks about you know uh, the, the the unbeliever dropping to their knees saying, "Truly, God is among you." And that's what we want, isn't it? We want our gathered church not only to be a place where we can express who we are and we can worship and adore God and encourage each other and strengthen each other, but we also want to be the gathered church that other people outside of that gathering can come in and say, God's with you, lot. Do you know what I mean? And, and for that person to do that, they need to be welcomed well. They need to, do you know what I mean? It, it goes a lot easier if they have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, <laughs> doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yes, we want them, the, the extraordinary, we'll trust the Holy Spirit to do that, but there's some ordinary things that make that easier for people. Are you with me? Am I being too preachy? I don't know. I'm going to carry on anyway. It's my style. It's who I am. Um, so, okay, let's break it down. 
Who here, stand up if you are involved in the kids' work at Hope Church. We have, I mean, there are a lot of kids. We need to start doing some talks about contraception. Um, there, there, are, there are a lot of children in Hope Church. Can we give them a clap and say thank you for what you're doing with our kids? Uh, so, Chris, you can sit down. Chris can stay up for a minute. Um, Chris leads the team, and, uh, and uh, yeah. And, and I, I would say, you can sit down now, just, you know, uh, don't steal my, my thunder. Um, so so I, I, would, I would say that one of the challenges with the kids' work, um, apart from the kids, anyway, no, one of, the, one of the challenges with the kids' work is... Because there are so many children, compared to the number of adults we've had, it's always, we've always not got enough kids workers. And I'm here to tell you, Chris, we're always going to not have enough kids workers. That's probably how it's always going to be. Um, and we make, we make it work. Um, I don't know how many times, because Josephine's been running it for a while and is part of Chris's team. Um, I don't know how many times Josephine said to me, well, we're just going to have to not have that group. We're just going to we're just gonna have to email the parents to say the group's not going to happen. <laughs> That's our private conversation that I've just shared with you. Um, uh, do you know what I mean? You know, and so there's always a need for kids' workers. And, and some of us are called to it. And we say, this is, my, this is what, I'm put, you know, what I'm on this earth to do. Others of us do it because, well, it's got to be done, hasn't it? You know, we contributed to making kids. So we'll contribute to looking after them. Um, so, so I want to encourage us, in a, in, a, in a bit, what I might do is I might get the various teams to stand, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, uh, and how, oh, no, we won't, time. Okay, kids' work. Um, what else have we got? We've got youth work. Who does the youth work? Who's involved in the youth work? Come on, just, just very quickly to say, you can sit down, very quickly to say that... that um, the teen years that, that from, you know, from the, during the, the high school years are, are some of the most challenging years of our lives. We haven't got a clue who we are. We're insecure about everything. Sorry, teenagers, if you're in the room, but it's the truth. It's, there's, it's a struggle. It's not easy. And, and on top of that, we've got social media telling us what we've got to be all the time, 24-7, telling us what we've got to be. While these youth leaders are beaming, shining lights within that world saying, no, there's a different way. Do you know what I mean? So encourage them, get involved, and, and support the, the, the youth workers. Uh, what else have we got? Who sets out the communion? Stand up if you set out the communion. Okay? You can sit down. Jesus, Jesus said, do this in remembrance. He took bread, physical bread, do this in remembrance of me. He took wine, said, drink this to, to show my blood shed for you. Uh, and, and he, a direct command for us to do that regularly, to, to remember what he's done, right? And, and uh, frankly, we can be as spiritual as you like, and we can be as motivated by that as you like, and love the gospel, and love the cross as much as you like. But if nobody brings the bread and the wine, we ain't doing it. <laughs> Oh, we just not, it just isn't going to happen. So I want to encourage you guys. And, and uh, you know, that, that, you know, it's an ordinary, that, that it's, it's one of probably the, the best examples of ordinary that is, that is demonstrating and, and, and dipping into extraordinary, isn't it? Um, right. 
Who does the PA? Who's part of the PA team? Stand up, please. They love being noticed, the PA team. (laughs) Isaac heads up the team, but there's a team of people that do it. And they arrive at 8.30 every Sunday morning. Uh, Not because they they rotate it, it's not every week. Um, But on their week, they arrive at 8.30 and they lug the gear from under the stage um, and uh, set it all up, plug everything. I mean, look at all these wires. Ah, anyways, a lot of wires uh, and things work and you can hear what I'm saying. That's good, isn't it? Well, anyway, I'll let you decide. Um, I mean, but it wouldn't happen without it. Who, who loves that we have contemporary style music to worship God with? Who likes that? Well, we ain't doing that without a PA. Do I mean? If you want a guitar, you want a keyboard, all of that stuff, we ain't doing it without a PA. It's an ordinary that tips, that, that, gets us into an extraordinary. So if you feel like, I want to get involved, I, I, I want to contribute, get, speak to Isaac and say, how can I get involved in the PA? There are, there are spaces, are there not? I mean, you've got, to be, you've, got to be, you've got to know what you're doing. All right? Like, I couldn't do the PA because I don't really notice if stuff isn't in tune or quite right. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to know what you're doing. as a quality control issue within that. Who does the projection? Stand up. We, we notice those guys when it doesn't work, don't we? When, it, when, when the words come up wrong or the words don't come up at all, what are we doing? We're, of course, you know, most of us are, fo- are focusing on Jesus. The rest of us are looking over there and glaring. Uh, <laughs> what I mean? Every now and again, look over there and smile and say thanks. Uh, but again, if you want to get involved in that, Isaac heads up that team as well. Get involved and say, how can I, how can I get involved? All of us getting involved in these things makes a big difference. Where are we up to? Hospitality, tea and coffee. Stand up if you're involved in that. We want to thank you. And stand up if you're also involved in the welcome team. Oh, hello. You get, you get, you get extra points if you do a double stand. Debbie, do a double stand. Okay. Um, you know, but, but the truth is, you know, we want, we want this church to be a welcoming church. And frankly, one of the things that is almost always fed back to us when people visit the church is that they were left welcomed. People felt really welcomed. Let's keep doing that. Get involved. Speak to John, who heads up the welcome team. Um, and the hospitality team is Debbie. Speak to those people and say, how can I get involved in that? Okay, transport. I'm going to be really quick because we've run out of time. Who does transport? Bring people to church. Stand up, Alex. Oh, no, you are. Uh, it, you know, it just wouldn't work. Kids, come back in. You're welcome. Come and, come and find your mum and dad or, your, or whoever you came with and, uh, you know, flick their ears or something. Um, I want to I wanna give... Where are we up to? What have I got left? We've done transport... Can I, give, can I give one more that I think is where probably the biggest need is right now? Okay, I mean, all the teams are thinking, no, my team's the biggest need. Um, but setup um, is a huge need right now. And uh, there are some people who've been faithfully serving in the setup. Steve, can you stand up for us, please? 
Uh, can we just thank Steve? Don't, don't know if you've noticed, but his hair is a bit lighter than it used to be. Uh, so he's gone a bit grey and he's feeling like, actually, do you know what? I'm struggling to do that work now. I'm getting a bit older. So Steve is retiring and, and there's, there's other gaps as well. So right now, we desperately need people to sign up to that. Why, do I, why am I asking that? So that you sign up to the ordinary so that we can be extraordinary. Do you know what I mean? Dan heads up that team. Stand up, Dan. Who else is on that team? Stand up if you're on that team. Can you, can we, can you, if you're not part of one of those teams, can you please sign up to one? It's one of the ways that we are community together. We serve together, we work together, and we have fun together. And, and uh, the setup team is, you know, uh, it's an 8.30 start, and you're, you're the first here, the last to leave. Um, we, we could think about a job share. If somebody thinks, I could do the, more, the first bit, but I can't do the pack-up bit. Well, why don't you find somebody that wants to do the pack-up bit, can't do the first bit? Just a thought. Um, uh, but, but I want to say that that is probably our, our biggest need right now. Uh, I want to encourage you to be on at least one month, one serving thing per month. And, uh, and you can find out if you're not quite sure, don't, can't remember, speak to me, go on our website, look at the rotors, um, and, and you'll see how to get involved. Um, but remember who it was. And can you sign up to at least one? If you're not part of one per month, can you please do so? Now, the reality is, of course, we've got too much stuff to do for that. We need some of us to be double standards like Debbie. Uh, we need some of us to be on more than one team. Uh, so can I encourage you to, to think about that? How can I be on more than one team and get involved and serve? Because... Those ordinary things need to be done so that we can be the gathered, extraordinary church that demonstrates the glory of God. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you, uh, God, for this privilege of being part of your body. And I I just pray, God, that as a a result of this morning, Lord, we'll respond to the extraordinary things and we'll get involved in, in seeing the magnificent. But I pray, God, you'd give us grace to do the ordinary Give us courage. Give us, uh, Lord God, um, yeah, the, the, the energy to do the ordinary, Lord, that we'd be like that guy building the cathedral, God. We wouldn't see it as, oh, I'm just putting some chairs out. Uh, God, we'd be building a cathedral for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.